Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com golf. Fella. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. I spend my time just thinking, thinking, thinking about you. Every single day, guess I'm really... Welcome back to a fresh episode of Missing Curfew. Up dog, my man. Big fella. Welcome back, bud. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I don't know if it's every time I hang out with Billy Quinn, right? I hang out with Billy Quinn. I want to move to Kabul. I hang out with Billy Quinn. I want to move to Dallas. Is it just because it's the Billy Quinn lifestyle? I think you're getting a good, like... Is that what it is? A good look at what, you know, what a G like Billy lives like. I know, but right. you, I, I've always loved Dallas, as you know, right? Oh, went who to, didn't? Went Sam's? to Nick and Sam's. Oh, my God. Saw so Dak Prescott table beside us. Did you One, tell him to pick it up? Wanted to be like, hey, Dak, protect cost, the fucking yeah, ball. Yeah, cost me a couple bucks. Cost Dak. me two Gs there. We're at the fucking wild goose on a Sunday <laughs> for throwing yeah. two picks. Um, Great spot, though. Forgot how good it was. Dallas? Yeah. What well, course just Nick and Sam's in general. Oh, that's the best. I haven't been there I had my rookie dinner there, yeah. and then I haven't been there since our playing that days. that tall Russian working in there, the one that always took care of the guys, like, in the back, in the back room? It sounds funny. <laughs> I, I don't, but she, I don't she, know. But she would be the one always organizing the rookie dinners. Tall, blonde. She used to date John Daly. Wow. No, I don't. Tall, like, yeah, she's right up your alley. Your pattern, exactly. I got to be honest, and I said this to Billy. Like, you come to Nick and Sam's a lot. I go, Billy, like, I can be honest, when I came to Dallas, dinner was the last thing on my mind, typically. Right, really? I, I was dinner. I was grabbing something, probably. You know, Happy I was going hour, right, right for beers. Yeah, get something going. Some chili chicken. And over then, at yeah, I wasn't. I should have went to Nick and Sam's more because what an establishment! Good tunes, yeah. good vibe, got good flow to the restaurant. Billy Quinn, what an order! Great bar, dark in there. Appies, get away with a lot. Seafood Tower, you name it. It was I like it. So you did that. Uh, tell me about the golf. How'd you do? We played Preston Trails. Oh, what a treat! Take Unbelievable your tarp track. Off. You got no, a nice tan right now. Do you take your tarp? You're allowed to I, take your tarp off. Though. Yeah. Last time I played was with you. We took the tarps off. And Thority, babe. Yeah. He made us look tiny, didn't he? 
tough weather going into Thursday night. So Billy moved his flight from Cabo. Uh, I was waiting for my flight to get canceled. And then like, whatever, show up anyways, 40 minutes outside of Dallas, boys, this fucking GSX, she started rumbling. Like I'm no. talking fucking. Come on. Yeah, there's oh, so a tornado. The there's GSX. a tornado. Tornado in Dallas. Imagine that. I'm like, fuck, I should have just waited until tomorrow. All the things that take you down, a tornado would be one. Yeah, right? So we, we uh, <laughs> fucked up our morning. But I got in. Billy didn't get in. We kind of hurried to the track. Beautiful golf course, though. Great shape. Greens were humming. Yeah. And then, uh, so he caught a hockey game, Vegas Golden Knights, caught a basketball game. Vegas Golden TV, Knights. But what a 10. Vegas Golden Knights. I, I, I didn't see a nice I, little honey. I didn't too. see Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, I saw I thought, Dallas and Colorado. Oh, that's the afternooner. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. What a hit, Ben. Was that right in front of you? That was right in front of us. I, I, when he hit him, I'm like, that's the corner Billy's seats are in. Yeah, right there. Thousand games for Ben. He's a beast. We're going to get into Jamie Ben. He's yeah. an absolute beast. Uh, sold out barn. Wow. Took the over. Was wearing take the over t-shirt. I had the avalanche in my lock of the night, which we're going to get into. Got absolutely smoked. But what a set up the Mavs game. The bunker sweep Billy has is National League. It is National League. Take a little break. Go in there. We'll look at the fish. That fish, big fucking eyes. Yeah. Take a leak. Yeah. Go it's in there nice. for a cocktail. He's doing it right. I love that city of Dallas. Clean city. Very clean yeah. city. Yeah, clean city. It must have cleaned her up since last time I was there. Was it dirty when you were there? I was getting a little dirty. Yeah. It was, eh? No, I mean, was personally. <laughs> well, that's not still kids. Uh, um, thanks to Billy Quinn. Great guy, team guy. I'm going to be seeing him in Cabo in a month or so. So, Quinner, thanks for everything. Up dog, we're always talking about cool stuff here with the NHL. Uh, Bogosian and Josh Dumal. Um, I think it was either the Lightning side or ESPN. Bogosian has a National League backyard, first of all. He does. Yeah. I know you I know you enjoy a good barbecue and a smoker in Florida. and all this stuff. Buddy, they were making these fucking steaks. I don't know what Tomahawks. <laughs> they were Tomahawk steaks. They're drinking Bud Lights. The big rig comes in. I just thought that's the type of shit that people want to see. I was intrigued on it. I'm a big fan of Josh's bogey. Bogosian and Patty Maroon. We obviously love the lightning we love. It was just a cool situation. Totally. It's a barbecue with bogey. Barbecue with bogey. Great it's like, name. It's a great name. It's a great way to, uh, you know, if some guy likes cars, it's, you know, waxing the cars with fucking whoever, you know, <laughs> guy likes barbecue. And it's a good way to create content for the league. Um, in this case, you know, I, this guy's a stud as a kid with Fergie, he's been a legend, good actor. He, is he Canadian? He's from North Dakota. Look at that. North Dakota. Big, North big Dakota. Vikings fan. He gotcha. Uh, he's playing Gordon Bombay in the new uh, Mighty, Mighty Ducks, Ducks series. Yeah. Oh, so that's perfect. Yeah. Big, he's a hockey fan. He's a yeah, big he's time a hockey, hockey fan. He looks like he could play hockey. I remember the first time I saw him was at Coachella. This is years ago. Uh, I don't know if he was with Fergie at the time or whatever, but he, I, he was back in, I was back in the artist tent and he walked by and I was just like, wow, imagine being that guy. Is Fergie, someone, is, being is that Fergie guy? someone you always had like top five, top love 10? Fergie. Yeah. yeah. Black like, Eyed Peas, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, her. Did you have like poster of her when you were a kid or more? Are you asking me if I rubbed any out to her? Yeah, <laughs> I did rub a few out to her. Binger, hey, I was just thinking, you rubbed Fergie? out to Fergie, Fergie? Of, of course. Come she on. might be a coog for, for Binger there. Yeah. You know? How old were you back then, Binger? Yeah, I think he was a little young. 26 now, so. Yeah, he, I think Six. he missed the day thinking <laughs> Fergie was hot. She like turned, I caught her on she the turned full coog when he was started whacking off. <laughs> He's got the MILF money song. <laughs> she, she does have the MILF money song. She's totally. What about Gwen Stefani or her? What do you think? Oh, that's fuck. a good one. That's good because I'll take anything. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like? Blondes or I do love Gwen Stefani. I would say back in the day, Fergie. Oh, wow. Yeah, see, I was a no doubt guy. So that would have been, um, I would say Gwen Stefani for sure. Anyway, we're getting a little off topic here, but um, I think that was great. Big rig coming in. He doesn't mind a little steak, does he? 
Big Rig came in and just opened his Bud Light. It was fucking spilling all over him. He just started chugging it. Yeah, it was yeah. just great. And we, had to, we should do a, you know, Obes and Up Dog barbecue with Labapaloo. Gotta be honest. That's a great idea. We'll do it in your backyard. Uh, oh, I, I, love I barbecue. haven't been barbecuing a lot. Did the pork chops last night? Perfect. You barbecue when it's cold, eh? Uh, yeah. I mean, Coldest winter in 30 years. I hope you guys know that. Coldest winter in California in 30 years. You guys know that? I doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean, fucking windy. Sound like we're complaining. I'm the boys, complaining. my brothers text me yes last night. It was like minus 20 in Fort Mac. It's March. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's goddamn March. It hit 39 here the other morning. Okay. Yeah. It's fucking snowing in yeah, LA. 39 though, boys. That's that's <laughs> no, not but when bad. you when that's you like live fucking in fucking June. When you live here though, and it's it's 60 oh, degrees all you don't day. You don't have a sweater in your in your Yeah. <laughs> when you live in Fort Mac, you 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 realize it's coming. Like I love Brento, but he chooses to live in Fort Mac. Totally. I choose to live in Newport Beach for the weather mainly I and agree. it hasn't been cooperating <laughs> no and quite frankly it's it's hampered my barbecue ability and my golf game it's tough well my golf game sucks anyways but all right um i'm looking forward to the nice springtime playoffs get the barbecue humming i am looking forward to that that, that i can agree i'll yeah. have the nice we'll get the tvs humming get the barbecue humming get the smoker out smoke them up yeah to the tampa bay lightning once again you guys absolutely killed it bogosian big rig uh josh it's good for the game that's the cool stuff we'd like to see here at missing curfew Speaking of new cool stuff here, the PJ Tour. Uh, did you see the new format they're going to have in 2024? There's going to be eight events with no cuts. 70 players. 70 to 80 players get in. So um, tough, tough to get. If you're the old Max home of two years ago, how do you get into these tournaments? Well, you got to go win? It's funny you say that. So the, there's a one guy on the tour. I'm not going to yeah. remember his name right now. And the only reason I know this is I'm watching live at the players. Yeah. Which, by the way, can Brandel Chambly fucking retire? <laughs> like, I've had enough. All right. <laughs> like, he's just such a nerd. Paul McGinney, good Irishman. He knows what he's talking about. But anyways, they asked this guy on tour that he's on the chair. He's on the board. He's like 100th in the world or 120th in the world. And at first he thought, yeah, this is not good for players. But they did data. The PGA did data. And with the data. Collected some data. And it's going to make these other events, the John Deere's fucking, what are the other shitty ones? The Puerto Rico Open. Go away? No, they're going to make them more money too. So oh, they, wow. they, they, it's not just, huh. it's better for the average player. Is what I'm telling you. So, and do you think that these guys are going to go play in these John Deere classics now that they're just focused on the, the top, you know, eight you events? You will not see Rory McIlroy anywhere no near the John Deere classic. But these events that are, are generating revenue yep. are now going to make the other events worth more money eventually is more, what they're saying. Yeah, so gotcha. in, within five years, the John Deere that's now 1.2 million to win will be worth 2.2 with the new revenue that they're generating. Are you going to watch the John Deere classic when Rory and... I don't you watch know, the John Deere Classic. Rom now. and these boys are playing. No, no, no chance. Zero percent. Um, so it'll be interesting enough to see how much the that fluctuation is of guys getting into these tournaments and guys not making the tournaments. Right? Like if you finish, if you play in these and you're like 60th to 70th in the world and you have a bad outing, are you out? Is a new guy in for the next one? Like it'll be interesting to see. So they that. they did a thing of 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 the data of how many years per year turnover mm. to what you're asking. The data shows 18 new players each year will cycle through the top 80. Oh, so you get in all the tournaments. There's a path. If you're, oh. There's a path. Yeah. So if you play well at the start of the year and you start humming, you get in the top 80, you're in those events. Okay. You're in them. This makes sense. But if you win early in the year, it doesn't guarantee you in them. So that's where some of the players are having a hard time. Like if I win, you know, Tory Pines yeah. or the Bob Hope in the desert, like I, that should get me in. I mean, the star players should be rewarded, though, right? Like, you, what you just said about Rory McIlroy and yeah. the John Deere Classic. Yeah. The big boys deserve more money. Yeah, and no cuts. No I mean, cuts in eight events. 
Yeah, that was that was like a big big talking point last year. Yeah, it was like, oh, no cuts. This is this is gimmicky. The thing about no fun. cuts and, and and Paul McGinley was saying this on live from the players again. Um, There's no you, way to stop the bleeding. You can just mail it in though, right? Let's yeah. say you front nine, you fucking start three over. Fuck it. I'm still I'm still gonna yeah. get paid. But you're not trying to grind to make. You're not the cut. grinding or or to to play for your team. That keeps you involved. Is like, oh, well, I'm playing for my two buddies who are one and two right now, and my score actually matters. Yeah. This is just personal. Like, you're just out there, like, just whacking balls in the water and trying not to yeah. kill, you know, spectators. I think it's a good thing for the PGA Tour. I think yeah. it's anytime. I mean, listen, the, I, want, I want to see smaller. Yeah. You know, the events this year that have been, um, what are they called? Elevated events this year. You go Phoenix, you go uh, LA at Riv, you go last week at Bay Hill. Mm. This week, at, I mean, these tournaments have been unbelievable. I mean, Bay Hill, did yeah. you watch Bay Hill this yeah, week I on did. the Sunday? It was, it was unbelievable. Totally. You gotta give, I got to give that kid credit. I don't even know his name, the guy that won it. Yeah. But he hit, had a, hit it out of bounds and fought his way back, buried 17, what a putt, and then I know. the shot on 18 out of the rough was unbelievable. Rory put it on, and the, it, those middle six holes, Rory was just insane. Striping. Oh, he's, he's good. Rory so good. Spieth was right there, kind of mess, messed it up. Couldn't putt. Yeah. Not a lot of guys were making anything. It looked Couldn't like putt. us out there putting. They weren't making <laughs> shit. So, uh, Players Week up, dog. You just brought up our boy, Max Homa. I took him this morning. I was on my walk, listening to pardon my take. I just think, fuck, why not Max Homa? And the reason, another reason I took him is yesterday on the PJ, on the live from the players, they did this cool thing of the sound it makes when someone hits it. Yeah. They said like when Rory hits a driver, you stop and listen. When Tiger hits an iron, you stop and listen. And a lot of guys said this year, nowadays, when Max Homa hits an iron on the range, you stop and listen. So I was like, the players, TPC Sawgrass, Ball striking course, Max Homa plus eighteen hundred. I put a G on him to win eighteen thousand. Come on, Max! Wow, come on, Max! <laughs> right. Come on, Max! Let's the go. Only yeah, thing I'm worried, that. The only thing yeah, I'm worried yeah. about is uh, that's missing curfew bet right there. He's a California guy with the Florida grass. I'm a little worried about that. Yeah, he does well out here. Yeah, you know what's about grass, eh, Bear? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Hey, hey, not as good over there. California <laughs> grass is way wet. better. You can't roll. It's a little wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, the Florida Florida for Yeah, yeah. It's hard to break up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Max? You can get it done or what? I think he's buzzing. Yeah. I mean, he had moments uh, where he's shining this past weekend, and he's probably, you know, other than Rom, he's the hottest guy on tour. Got to roll with, got to roll with him. Rom. He's doing commercials now. He's getting those extra paychecks. I mean, Max Holm is vibing. How good is John Rom? John Rom's good. He is so good, man. It's crazy. He's, so he's good. Players' week, always a fun week up, dog. Last but not least, here in our little intro, UFC 285. John Bones Jones, I got to be honest, his stomach was looking a little like mine on yeah. the way ins. I'm like, this yeah. guy's been, you know, he might want to get on the Ozempic or fucking mix a salad, but what a beast. Did you bet His him? shorts were a little tight on him, eh? Uh, like, I was like, is. Jesus. I bet him. Easiest fucking money I've ever made. Minus 179, I got him at. Oh. Yeah. Bet 1,000 on him. Easy I took money. the under and I took the other guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. You I, took the under. I took the under. Wow. Uh, what was that? That under, well, it was actually, I mean, I think it was minus 130. The under was, the under was a favor. So oh, I had to, yeah. So my, my cash was even money out, but I just thought that underdog chick won the one before. What a and then fight. when he came out out of shape, I'm thinking, you know, but that other guy's, I don't know. I'm not going to say he's a pussy, but <laughs> you know, he didn't even show well, up. If he was sitting here in the studio, you wouldn't call him a no, pussy. No, he didn't you? even show up. I mean, he's not that tough. He, and he, when Paris. he got on the ground, he was done. He's from France. How many tough guys are from France? Not flowers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to see John Jones fight uh, Nugano 
Nagano's not in the UFC right now. Dana White, know. figure it out. Get this guy signed. I think they already lined up the fight that he's Miocic had. wants no part of John Jones. Right. You can even tell when he was like, he's like, Miocic is, I love Stipe. He's arguably one of the best heavyweights of all time. I don't think he could beat John Jones. But. Yeah. It's. But how about that Mexican girl beating Shevchenko? That, yeah, Shevchenko that was in her whole career, I think, has lost two rounds. In her whole in her whole UFC career. Yeah. She hit her with the Mexican girl hit her with a left in the first round and it changed the whole complexion of the fight. She take off was like Wow. And she tried to take her down, couldn't get her. And then that choke was next level. It was next level chokehold, yeah. Um, yeah, John Jones though, big boy. Tough. Yeah. It was good to see yeah, him back. And good to see all the celebrities there. The Your boy yeah. Wahlberg was there. Yeah. Tons of celebrities. That's good for the UFC. Game was in Vegas, right? Or the, the Matt was in yeah. yeah. And then he was in Dallas, Wahlberg. We missed him the night before. He was doing some big tequila thing in, in Dallas. Does he drink? I thought he wasn't a yeah, drinker. He's got his own tequila company, though. Yeah. Does he Who drink, though? He doesn't have a tequila company. Uh, I don't have a don't think company. he does. His program's unique. Like he Google wakes up at 2 in the morning. Sometimes. He's up at 2. He like, plays 18 holes in like 30 minutes. Yeah. Well, what? When he used he to sprints, have his... He sprints. He hits the ball, runs, yeah. and hits it again and, and runs every then day. He does like, then he does like prayer. Then he, then he eats breakfast, and then he does another sweat, and then he's like, it's by like 6.45 a.m. He's done like a full day's work of shit. Wow, that's why he's fucking sold his house for 72 bananas in Beverly Hills or wherever the fuck yeah. it was. It had a, there was like a nine-hole course on that house, too. Mm -hmm. I was watching a tour of it. He had like nine holes, like full nine 200-yard holes around that house. Wow. He's living in Vegas now, right? Smart. So he's getting out of California, too. So up, dog. Uh, UFC, baby. I love it. Uh, John Jones is back. That'll be great to see moving forward. We will be right back. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Uh, top titty, fella. Top titty, first and foremost. Brento, welcome back. Welcome back, baby. What a fucking statement. Not I got to bro. I got to be honest, Brento. I was a little disappointed. Not mad. I was just sad that I know, you know, the Iron the Man. longest standing Iron Man. Fuck, he was just the dedication to top titty. With, and I love Brento. Such a great team guy. Would have loved to play with him. We would have been fucking in trouble together a lot totally, of times. Man. You guys both tough. Both D. But what a way to come back. Second place. Second place, Brento. I saw this. I, I tuned in late, and uh, buddy, he had a he had a Chari, um, a Chari needing a goal. What a fucking pick! And a listen, Char he needed a goal. He's on the ice. He didn't get a shift in the last ten minutes. He goes on the ice with about forty seconds left, and he's not coming off. And Marner, who had already had two goals, uh, swung with the puck, came up, and buddy, if he didn't look for this guy's first goal as a Leaf. And try to sauce him a biscuit with 10 seconds left. And it just got knocked down. I was like, oh my God, just that would have been epic for Brento. It would have been great. Yeah. Because I was like, I text him like 10 minutes left. I go, you need a Chari to get an empty netter. And sure enough, when he came out, I'm like, this is it. And uh, no. Lost. And, I think he lost. And, by, how many points did he lose? I don't know. By? I'm trying to right here. Recents. He lost by 24 points. Ooh, 24. The winner had 172. He had 156. Yeah, that wouldn't have cut it then. I wouldn't have done it, but what a what a comeback nonetheless. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to start with myself. What did I finish? 26th. Uh, Max Domi, late scratch, fucked me because he got traded. <sighs> Son of a bitch. I was like, just send him across the dressing room and let him play for Dallas because they're playing Dallas, Chicago. Late scratch for him. Um, Bobrovsky, this is what I don't get here. Did he get hurt or whatever? Because it was 2-1 final. So he gave up two goals. He only got me seven points. Um, Shit. and Orloff, listen, can we talk about how well Orloff's played for the Boston Bruins? He got me 26 points, man. He's been unbelievable. Wow. He's a he's, he's arguably the, their best, their best D. D man now. <laughs> yeah. Like it's crazy. He's always been good. Those Russians, man, those Russian on D like 
you look at um you look at the Zuboffs and the yeah, these guys are just so nasty with the biscuit. He plays a nice patient game back there. Yeah, and it's just like when you already have Lindholm, McAvoy, who arguably right there are both top they are top pair defensemen, maybe mm-hmm. number one defensemen. Then you throw Orloff in the mix. It's been unbelievable. Uh, Vladdy, we're going to get into Kane later, how he looks in a new Rangers jersey. Vladdy likes being in a Rangers jersey. This guy is playing like it. Fuck yeah. He's so good. He right got now. me 19. Zabanajic got me 18. Point got me 16. And then Duclair and Dylan Dubé fucked me. That was my difference up dog. I took Bertuzzi and he didn't play. I thought, you know what? He got traded the day after, or the day before. He can get to Boston. No. Thought they need him in the lineup. Fuck, they got so many good players. They're like, take I your see, time. I guess take Bertuzzi's your time. like, you know what? Lock Gotta up. get all my suits and my stuff straight. <laughs> get your get, shit. Get my shoes, a couple extra sticks. Yeah. Don't worry. We've, we've only lost eight games all year. We can have one more game without you, Bertuzzi. Take your time. That's get your play true. style. Baby. They didn't really need him on Thursday either. 7 1. Who'd yeah. they be? Buff? Buff. God, that team is, I mean, they are buzzing right now. Like, let's just see now we're on a DraftKings segment. Like, if we would have just bet the Bruins all year. Like, why didn't we just, like, after the 10 games of they haven't lost, we're like, hey, let's see how this goes. You would have done extremely well, my friend. Fuck. Yeah. Stupid. And you would have had to grab a, you know, grab a sack because some of those lines would have been pretty heavy. But Yeah. Puck lines are just costing me. Other night, Vegas, 4-1 the third. Up 4-1 against the Montreal Canadiens. They give up too late to make it 4-3. <laughs> Lose the puck line. Like, fuck off. It's hard. It's a hard, uh, it's a hard battle out there. It's a hard grind. Nevada Bob's, great name. Wasn't that an old golf store, Nevada Bob's? I think yeah, there was, was a Nevada wow. Bob's. We used Tampa. to get the pamphlets when yeah. I was a kid. Nevada Bob's, 172. Um, congratulations, fella. <laughs> 200 American dollars. He had Kopitar, Coil. Oh, Kirill the Thrill got him 34 points, 33 points. He had Vladdy, Mitch Marner. Um, By the way, Claude Giroux, right? Wow. Playing on the Sens, the Sens in general. Um, and he went our way, Binger. He went with with cheaper D with Jersey from LA and Hakapaw from Dallas. It kind of cost him, but he still won. And then Lekkinen from from Nashville was his uh, was his goalie. And then your boy Claude Giroux, twenty seven points. Wow, Nevada Bob, congratulations, buddy. Top what a team. name! What a name! Seventy six entries. <clears throat> that's up from six. That's up sixteen from the week before. I'm gonna start posting the link every Thursday on our social media. For sure. Sometimes I have people like. The old veteran boys are like, how do I find the link? Goes? Where do I get the link? Yeah, I did a little post too. I think that helps. Yeah. I get the boys out there. It's live right now. So we're good to go for this week. Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. You just can't pick your team until Thursday though. Until That's Thursday. Yeah, you can, sign, you can in. sign up. Sign up. Can't pick your team. But this episode comes out Thursday. So we're, we're good. <laughs> That's exactly right. So you can sign up now, baby. Sign up, fella. Uh, DraftKings, lock of the night. I believe this is the first time this has happened all year. Up wow. dog, we both lost. The Avalanche got absolutely steamrolled by the Stars. I was there. I did not see that coming. Uh, and the Leafs lost to the Canucks. Makes me wonder what they did in Vancouver. Yeah. You know, makes me wonder. Did they did miss they, You know, were they down at Pierre's? You know, what's the new, new bar there? That, West Oak. Oh, that know. Jasmine runs the banter room. The banter room. Did they have a few too many? Can they Probably. not play hungover? That's- was it a four o'clock game? They need to add a little old school to their game if they're going to do that. <laughs> they got shit kicked. So they used to win all the time in Vancouver playing guilty. Fuck. When the Leafs came into town, it was fucking the easiest win of the year for Point us. Point night. Uh, up dog, you were 10 and 5. I am 10 and 6. Uh, Saturday night, lock of the night. I am going to step up here first. <sighs> I need a win. I need a win. And I'm going to do it. It's, it you're going to have to give your balls a tug, boys, but I'm going to take the Colorado Avalanche at home. 
against the Phoenix Coyotes. You are, huh? Yeah. You might want to take that one both ways, people out there. Money line and puck line. If you, have, if you got big balls, take it money line. If you want a little insurance bet, take it maybe puck line. But money line, avalanche at home against the Coyotes. I'm going to take the Kings against the National Predators. The Kings are at home Saturday night. Kings have been buzzing. Predators have been sliding. That's my pick. Kings, man. They're playing well right now. Binger was at the game last night against Ovi. The, the, cap, the Caps looked old, didn't they? When I was watching the game, I was like, I saw Ovi at the Lakers game. He was sitting like row seven. I'm like, let's get the guy on the fucking hardwood. Yeah, let's see those Gucci shoes. He's like, how wearing. is Alex Ovechkin? Actually, shout out to Jackie Redman, I think, tweeted this. How is the guy that's chasing down Wayne Gretzky for the all-time goal scoring lead not sitting courtside? If I'm the NHL... I'm buying Ovechkin courtside seats. For sure. Like, get him in the media. Get him out there. Have LeBron come over and, like, get some hugs and pictures and. Exactly. Show him throwing in a can of dips right on the, you know, right on the floor, right? They actually caught him throwing in a zins. Putting a zin. No, it was can of dips. I'm sure it was. Lip boomers. But aren't you, like, NHL, buy him two courtside seats. Like you said, have LeBron. LeBron's hurt, but have him, someone come over to him, maybe that big pussy AD. Yeah. God, that guy's soft, isn't he? No, LeBron's soft. Who's Ooh. playing right now Ooh. and who's not playing in the 23 most important games of their career? LeBron's got like a broken foot, doesn't he? He said these are the most important 23 games of his career, and he's out three weeks. AD's playing every game right now, trying to get this team to a playoff. Uh, yeah, but if it's a broken foot, it's a broken foot. You can't play on a broken AD foot. AD is so soft. AD gonna, is softer. You're yeah. going to get into the playoffs and then not be able to walk. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like a hockey guy would play. That's because we don't know different. We're just... We're complete meatheads. <laughs> and we can put it in a boot. These guys just got to wear the Air Jordans. Fucking not easy, right? Yeah, I, I agree. But I just Patty think... Patty Mahomes, he'd play. Yeah, he gets shot up with whatever they... I still would like to know what they put in Patty Mahomes' ankle at the <sighs> Super Bowl halftime because yeah. he came out like a new man. Thank Binger God. might know. Weed gummies, probably. <laughs> a little CBD, Rob, eh, Binger? <laughs> um, yeah, Kings are good, Uppy. I, I watch them a lot out here. I love the trade they made. Um. So Updog's got the Kings at home against the Predators, and I'm taking a layup. Sorry, boys, it's going to be like minus 380. Um, Avalanche at home at Coyotes, maybe tickle the puck line. So uh, trade deadline, Updog, it's over and done with. Uh, You know as a player, it's kind of a good feeling, right? You make it through the deadline. Either you're on a good team, you say, hey, I got a chance to win a Stanley Cup. You're on a bad team. Me and you are texting Billy Quinn saying, hey, we need your place. April. 16th. I know. All right. We'll be there for the uh, week. Bertuzzo was already asked. <laughs> Sorry, Bobo. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobo was a guy that I thought. I had to get more. Yeah. yeah. If you needed a right-handed glue guy that eats biscuits. I asked him. He what said he, he say? wasn't sure. He's like, I don't know, man. There's rumblings that everyone's going. You know? Yeah. But he would have been a guy like Luke Shen or Robert Bertuzzo. I don't know. I'd take Bobo. That's just me. Well, just on fucking personality alone. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, no offense to Shenner, but like, chance to get Shen's Robert, a nice guy. Chance to get Robert Bertuzzo on your team? Yeah. He's still got a cup. Guy scored a huge goal against San Jose when they won the cup. Is there just more miles on Bertuzzo's body than, than Shenner's? Because I know Shen's matter. won two cups too, but he hasn't been in the fight as much as Bertuzzo, right? Like, he, he was kind of spotted. He's more in. of an ox. Bobo's like a little leaner, meaner. Yeah. yeah. Shenner's a fucking, you know, he's a big farm boy, tough. He's a beast. Real tough. Uh, I want to start with the Jacob Trickard trade. First of all, I think Bill Armstrong, I think he made it just hung on to the fucking, I think he's probably better offers than what he got from Ottawa. Like, you got a first and two second round picks for Jacob Trickard. It is what it is. I'm not going to tell Bill Armstrong how to do his job. 
I forgot how good Jacob Trickern was. The Senators right now are absolutely buzzing. We're going to talk about their captain when we talk about get this guy a beer. He's a fucking beast. You talk about an ox. I watched the play last night against the Hawks. Big, boxes out, can skate, can shoot. This guy's a legit D-man. Did you see the first game he played? I think we called it. Like, this guy hasn't played for three weeks, three, four weeks. He's going to go out and blow a groin. Right behind the net, buddy. He went down. <laughs> and if he wasn't down for three, four minutes with the... Do you imagine the look on... on you know, is it uh, Dorian? Who, who, Pierre Dorian's the GM, yeah. Could you imagine the look on his face right now going, this motherfucker hasn't played in four weeks. Now he just pulled his groin off the bone. Anyway, he got up. He got up. Played well. Uh, like you just said, he's an ox. We haven't seen... I, no one sees the Coyotes. Yeah. You know, so now he's playing in a market. He's going to get some high quality games down the stretch. You're right. Ottawa, they're a big, tough team. Good, young, play hard, play tough, good goaltending. I hope they squeeze in. They are right in the fight, bud. They are four points out of the Pittsburgh Penguins right now, and they are in the fight. <clears throat> it's a great trade for them. It gives them, it also helps with, with taking some pressure of Thomas Shabbat. So you go Chickard, Shabbat, Sanderson. I just think it's a great trade. Um, Max Domi. I want him to go to the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, McCrimmon obviously, you know, goes out and get Barbershev. Barbershev got two the other night for them. I wanted to see Max in Vegas. You said the Dallas Stars would be a better fit. What are your thoughts on that? So far, I think he's looked good. No, I think he's a he, he's a great compliment player. And he's had a hell of a year. 19, 18 goals, 19 now, I think. 31 assists, 50 points. I mean, he was such a great player on that line with Kane this year. He scored great, you know, timely goals for his team. A lot of overtime goals. Um, plays power play, shoots the puck, skates well, is tough. I mean, it's kind of everything that Dallas needs to kind of get out of the West. And as you know, the West is a crapshoot. It's, it's anyone's game in the West. Um, You've got to find a way to stop offensive teams like Colorado or Edmonton if you face off against them. You've got to find a way to play tough against LA or Vegas if you play them. I just think Dallas's team now is they added him. It's a great add. Um, I think they got what it takes to get to the next level. The goalies, Ottinger's playing great. Um, they got good D. It's a good team. You know what? Watching them up play up a close and personal, by the way, Rope Hints. Holy fuck. I mean, this guy is a beast. He's like a Marion Hosa. His feet are that fucking big, by the way. This guy's, this guy's a beast. Um, another kid that I loved watching up, up close was Fasca. I think he's, he's I always think played tough. Plays hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember playing against yeah. him. He's, he's tough. I saw Pete DeBoer after the game coming out of Billy Quinn's bunker suite. And I was like, hey, coach, I had my take the over shirt on. <laughs> hey, coach, how you doing, buddy? He's like, hey, nice t-shirt. I'm like, uh, he's like, where's up here? I'm like, ah, up dogs. I don't know where he is. St. Bart's or somewhere. He's like, yeah, keep, never know where the up dog is. I'm like, something, what I say to him? I'm like, hey, I'm not mad at you that you didn't try to ever pick me up, by the way. Too. He's like, I tried to pick you up. My GM would never let me. <laughs> uh, he's a beauty. Slide that, yeah, slide the excuse somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. I like their team, man. I like him as a head coach. And for Max Domi, I like his style. I like the way he plays he's the got game. No he's, fucking teeth now. He's too. just his teeth like, are like summer here, summer there. Yeah, like good style. Can, can play physical like you said, but to me, when I watch him play, style alone, I'm taking this guy on my team. Yeah, style Good pickup. Alone. Great pickup. Pick you got Wahlberg in the crowd now wearing fucking Dallas Stars jerseys. I mean, a lot of, it comes with a lot of fucking energy there. Yeah. I Ty, think Ty's all fired up. You know, he's probably shadow boxing the wall in his house. Right? <laughs> right now, he's playing on daily faceoff here. They got Mason Marcher, Max Dolby, Tyler Sagan. They got a nice mix yeah. of, of young guys and veteran guys. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how they do come playoff time. Um, our old buddy, Meet Lemieux. Meet, 
You're officially a fucking suitcase, buddy. <laughs> All right. From one suitcase to another, buddy. Welcome to the club. You yeah, got traded yeah, again. Welcome, bud. Meet. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. But it's almost like he's got like a two-year shelf life places, right? Or less. They're like, ah, at first, A-Lock's energy, great kid. Then they're probably like, all right, let's get this guy out of here. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what it was like. <laughs> I, I used to give him three or four skates every summer, and I'd be just done. I'm so sick of the way he's acting now, like in between <laughs> these drills and stuff. Maybe that was the same way I was. I don't know. You Listen, have to ask some of the guys that play with. I only had a shelf life of two years, two and a half years places meet. So for, for different one, reasons. Yeah, for different <laughs> reasons. Um, but anyways, honestly, meet. Good luck in Philly. Good luck with torts. Um, Zach McEwen coming back the other way. Big right-handed shot. Um, good playoff guy. Tough. Gives him a gives him a right-handed shot that can play on their fourth line. Will fight. Will hit. Probably um, less maintenance than Brandon Lemieux, right? Like coach can trust him more. Probably won't take sure. as many penalties. I think it's a good pickup. Yeah, and just a note to me, like, yeah, you're going to Philly. Philly, I went there on a rebuild year two. I didn't have torts, mind you. I had John Stevens. The fans in Philly will like him if he just plays the straight line hockey, hits, gets in people's faces, fights. Um, he's the typical flyer fucking model. So go get them. Uh, play well over there, buddy. You deserve it. Um, it sucks leaving a team that's on a run, though, eh? Fucking yeah. flyers. It, yeah. it just sucks. I've done it like three times. It's not perfect. Um, and then McEwen, by the way, McEwen is a, is a perfect fit. He's, he's a guy, he's still young. He's going to go up and down the wall. He's going to be a, a big presence. And you, yes, you can put him in front of your, their net. Yeah. And he's going to get pucks out on the wall. He's not turning pucks over. He's got a, he's got hockey. Actually. I would say he's a little bit more responsible. He's a little more responsible. And, and, and the thing about Meat Lemieux, and I wish him the best. I, I love the kid deep down. I just like giving him a hard time. But right now he's playing on the third line of Philly. He's going to get an opportunity to play more, maybe establish himself. And like you said, if you play the right way, the fans will love you. And if you can get in Torch's his good books. One thing about Torch, he loves guys that play hard. So he has a chance with John Tortorella. Uh, another one that grabbed my eye up, dog, Jordan Greenway. Uh, for whatever reason, in Minnesota this year, couldn't find his niche. Goes to the Buffalo Sabres where I heard Don Granato talking last night. He knows guys in that dressing room from USA Hockey. Uh, goes in there, watched the play last night against the Edmonton Oilers. I mean, Connor McDavid, this is great. So Brian Boucher, I, I like Bush. Yep. During this play, he's trying to tell Connor McDavid that he should maybe play a little bit more like the third and fourth line of the Edmonton Oilers. Like, you know, like, and as he's saying this, McDavid circles <laughs> underneath, gets the puck, goes in, and rips it five hole. I'm like, easy, Bush. Don't be telling Connor McDavid yeah. that he should be playing more like the third. All right, enough. No, I can tell you probably why. There was probably a lull in the game, and there was. Like, no one was scoring goals. And obviously, it was supposed to be a high-scoring game, right? It's 1-1. After, I know I had the know, over. I took the over. Middle of two, it's one one. And I could tell like everyone was kind of excited for like Tage Thompson versus Connor McDavid and Dry just, you know, goal fest. And so he probably got a little bored, but he probably spoke a little too soon. And that's a little just, too just, soon. Yeah, a little typical of him. The play was insane. Insane. Like, you know what I'm talking I, about, I was right? Watching, I had dinner. I just sat down. I'm feeding Izzy. Next thing you know, I'm like, holy shit. Guy just went in and scored his, what, 55th of the year? It's nuts. 53rd, I believe. Yeah, it's just. Or 54th I, or something. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot of goals. It was just it was just perfect timing where he, I was just like, and I, I like Brian Boucher. He's good buddies with our boy, Berard. Yeah, I think he does a good job for ESPN. Um, McDavid's got 54. I, it was just perfect timing where like, this is the greatest player in the planet. Let's not try to critique his game. Especially when he's a third liner. <laughs> to play more like a third and fourth <laughs> line. Yamamoto. And to you Oilers fans out there, I ripped Yamamoto and he stuck it up my ass, but it's okay because I bet the Oilers over the Jets. He had like two goals. Last night, he missed two point blank chances in front of the net. 
that my fat ass on the couch could have buried. I'm not lying. They were right there. I I, listen, you got to bury those ups, especially when I got the over. You got to fucking bury I know. them. But Do it for ups. You're talking about pump playoff time, Yamamoto. You got to fucking put those through the back of the net. They were backdoor tappings yeah. that he missed. But he's a complimentary player, and he's not a huge cap hit. I think he's just, they got to give him the opportunities. Who else are you going to use there? I mean, Derek Ryan's playing pretty good. You know what? He actually is playing all right. But he's, I mean, Yamamoto, it looks like he's not doing much out there. He does get great opportunity, but he is, he is skating hard. He is hitting guys for a buck 50 soaking wet, 5'8". Like he's, puts his face in the fight. Yeah, they got nobody else that they could play. Up there, no, they really, they really well, Where's don't. this Devin Shore been all year? He's finally back in the lineup. Was he hurt? He's or? always been a guy in and out, man. I like this Crazy. guy's game. Keep yeah. him in there. Uh, Costin, I love that guy. Yep. Listen, say what you want about Bugie. I think it's a great pickup. When I look at yeah. this lineup now, it looks as, as deep. You know, they're finally giving Ryan McLeod an opportunity to play up with McDavid and Hyman. I think he deserves it. Nugent Hopkins, Drysdale, Yamamoto, Bugstad, Fogel, Yanmark, Shore, Costin, Derek Ryan. Like that Bustead pick by Ken Holland was a, was a sneaky good pickup ups. It is. Um, you have to you have to fill the center roles, as you know. And deep in playoffs, you can't just and especially if Leon goes and plays with Connor, you need a guy back at least playing 15, 18, 20 minutes a night against hard players. Where does Kane fit in this mix, and what's going on with Kane? Where is Kane? I don't know. I was actually wondering that last night when I was watching the game. I don't think he's been uh, in the lineup for a couple of weeks now. And I just, let's see, injury, Evander. Oilers Keen skates prior to matchup. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a little banged up. He's a little banged up, I guess. So he could return to lineup next week. This was three days ago by Sportsnet. Um, they're going to, they, they miss him right now. Big time. I guess so. So then you, then you throw Kane on that top line with McDavid Hyman. Now you go dry settle, Nugent Hopkins, you, Yamamoto, McLeod, Busted, Yanmark. Then you put Fogel on the fourth line. I mean, when you added Evander Kane back in the lineup, good point by you, Ups. Uh, this team's as good as anyone, man. And, and Ekholm on the back end, you go Nurse, Cece, Ekholm, Bouchard, Kulak, and the big French, big Frenchman. Uh, how do you say his name? That big Frenchy there. Vincent De- Darnars. He's pretty good, man. He, he, he's a perfect sixth defenseman. Darnay. Darnay. Perfect sixth defenseman, long stick, good reach, blocks biscuits, goaltending. Skinner was great last night. I still think it's got to be Jack Campbell. And really? I, and I know he was. I mean, he was really, really good last night. There was some. He made some great saves. Oh my god! Tage Thompson came in in the second and pulled one like he's got the best toe drag in the fucking planet. By the way, and he pulled one right into between the dots. Yeah. Like Coming one on one, you know how hard it is to toe drag, like to pull one on your backhand to get such a good angle. And he just rips one like t- high blocker. And I mean, he had to have the whole net. And the Skinner just fucking threw He made it some great saves. I'm just saying here, like, McDavid is, is in his prime beyond his prime. I mean, what he's doing is ridiculous right now. Is Stuart Skinner the guy? Time will tell. Time will tell. So um, the uh, Calgary Flames, Phoenix Coyotes, first time in NHL history. Nick Ritchie for his brother. Love Big Nick. Played great last night for Calgary. Uh, Garbage play- goal. They're playing them with Caudry and your boy Hubie. I think it's a good pickup. I think Nick Ritchie and Troy Stetcher, undersized but battles. But for Bradtree Living, I thought it was a, a nice little sneaky deal that could, no real downside, maybe pans out for them. Yeah, they're in a hunt. They're in a hunt, right? Like I'm looking at the standings right now. They are, I mean, Calgary's fourth in the wild card right now. They're what, five points back of Colorado? They're, 
I mean, they're kind of hanging in there. They are, they're giving up games in hand big time. Actually, they're out. <laughs> hey, they're done. They're in one, but they're playing their they're best. They're playing their best hockey of the year. They're playing too their late. best hockey of the year. It could <laughs> be a little bit too late. I thought they were kind of like they got. They're giving up three games in hand to Nashville and Colorado. You're in. Can one. they catch the Jets? Because Colorado, fucking Colorado's been fucking me the last week. By the way, they've lost three straight. Yeah, um, but the Jets. No, the Jets are good because they're in the other side. Yeah, they? but if they fall down when Colorado goes up in the central, they'll fall into the wild card spot. Can Calgary catch Winnipeg for a while? That's spot? okay. That's you know what your, I mean? Yeah, there you go. Because Edmonton's in. And Edmonton's I still think Edmonton's going to catch Seattle. I still think it is. They're tied right now. LA ain't going anywhere. LA could end up winning the Pacific the way they're playing, by the way. They are playing unbelievable. Be good for hockey down here. Yeah. Calgary's not done, but they are, uh, they are treading water. They just <laughs> shot themselves in the foot early, so... Uh, last but not least, Patty Kane. Um, I got to be honest. I thought he looked great in the Rangers jersey. Yeah. People said it looked weird. To me, he looked... His looked style's so, smaller. His style's so good. It's so, it's so it, good. Listen, he started that style. And now who has it? Jack Hughes. Yeah. Austin Matthews. Clayton Keller. Clayton Keller. Yeah, that was Patty Kane's style. Yeah. Back in the day, Mike Medano had his own style. Then who, then who grabbed it? You had fuck <laughs> Then who grabbed it? Sid? I don't know. No, I mean, no. Sid, Sid, Sid actually had his own style too. Yeah. Straight stick. Had a little bit of Gretzky. A little bullet. Yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, like the Medano had this era of, uh, um, like, I don't know, Marty Havlat, guys that tucked their tarp in, like fucking, it was, it was, Aval Parade, like, had Medano was just, style was so sick. I was actually, the, the boys I was playing golf with, with Billy Quinn in Dallas, they, they know Mikey Moe. Yeah. And that was the first guy that I was, like 10 games in, starstruck and warm up. I'm looking at Mikey Moe, my rookie year, being like, look at 500 Mikey fucking goals. Yeah. It's epic. Um, but anyway, Patty Kane, I think he looks great. 88 looks good on him. Um, to touch on Gerard Glantz, like a couple comments that he's had in the first couple games, Hobbs, it's like yeah, these guys, yeah, they don't, they're not being aggressive enough. They're all wanting to share the puck. They need to be more direct. He said they're making some hope plays, didn't he? Yeah. Like, but, but it's because they all, they, Get a little selfish. You guys are all all-stars. You have to be selfish. Now you're part of like what's considered a modern-day dream team. You're yeah. just, you know, <laughs> five guys on the ice, you're all making fucking, fucking 10, dream team, baby. 10 million bucks. So I just, <laughs> I just would say stop, you know, the seams. Stop with the seam passes. Be more direct. Get a guy in front of the net. You got Kreider in front of the fucking net. He knows how to score. Yeah. Get the puck down. <clears throat> I would just say, and I'm, I love Jared Gallant. I know you do too. Just give Patty Kane and the Breadman some time here to get the chemistry back going. And then those whole plays are going to turn into plays where me and you are sitting here going, did you see that play Breadman made to Patty Kane? The no look behind the back, spinorama. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of good players out there. You got a guy like Vladdy not even on the first power play now. Uh, speaking of spinoramas, uh, the Chicago Blackhawks did a tribute video for Patty Kane, and I made it in the playoffs. It was actually a goal. It was his hat trick goal, but the game was over. Princey, I want you to put it up, and nice. I want to do a poll. Of if the people of Mr. Curfew think it was my fault or Roberto Luongo's fault, right? I got him to his backhand. I got him on his forehand. I, I, I try to keep him the outside. He goes to his backhand and he goes backhand cross posting it. So Princey put it up with a pole. Was it on the ice? It, it was off like the off the ice a little bit. He goes here. Yeah. He kind of goes this way. Backhand past Louis. I'm just going to say it's Louis's fault. I, I want to <laughs> well, do a pole. The missing curfew fellas. 
Was it my fault or should Lou have it? Princey dialed that up for the boys. Uh, by the way, the quick Patty Keen. Um, when I was in St. Louis after we were in the playoffs against these guys and I was out, there was probably one or two games where our line played hard against like Taves and Kane and Panarin. And he'd just come up to me and I kind of, after whistles, kind of st- put, just lay my stick like on his hands or whatever, you know, being a, just a, just being a pest. And he'd be like, what up, up, what are you doing out here against me? I'm like, I don't know, but I'm enjoying it, bud. <laughs> are you? Like, I don't know, but slow down a little no, bit. Patty. I said, fuck, I'm out here for a reason, bud. Slash you. A little fucking slash you. He's like, you don't belong out here. I'm like, well, I do now. They actually showed the video, I believe, where he scored uh, game six against you guys in St. Louis so to sick. force it to seven. Overtime. Yeah. Overtime. Wrap around backhand. Yeah. I talked to you after that game. You're like, well, like, here we go. Oh, God. Back to the fucking madhouse. Dun, 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 dun. The old madhouse isn't quite what it used to be. I turned the game on last night with the Hawks. It was weird to see Patty Kane not play for the Hawks. Actually, by the way. so that was game five. Game five. Yeah, we had home ice against them. That was game five. We went into Chicago for game six, and we got up 2 nothing early in the first. Had a goal in that game. And they come back to beat us 4-3. Then we had game seven at home. We beat them, I think, 4-3. Troy Brower, what a goal. Oh, Troy Getting Brower. in the paint. Getting in the paint, baby. Playoff guy. Troy Brower's a playoff guy. Drowsy. Um, the fact daddy, get your shirt here. Uh, we're still the contest till March 17th. You buy a fact daddy t-shirt, you get it signed, uh, and you get to come have a couple beers with me and the updog on the fellow tour in Toronto. Go to missingcurfew.com or sauce hockey. Fact daddy's out four weeks, broke his finger. <sighs> it's okay. It's it is okay. okay. If it was anyone else, I might be concerned. This fucking guy is going to work so hard. He's going to come back in even better shape. He's going to be well rested. As long as that finger heals nicely. I don't want to. I don't want to say it could be a blessing in disguise, but like, it, I don't know. I, I think yeah, it's going to be okay. Him. Rest, rest him, him up. I know fact daddy will work harder than anyone. Come back fresh, ready to rock. It sucks because the hands I, a tough one. Yeah. Cause you can't stick handle in these bag skates. Like the bag state have you, you're out there, you're skating around the fucking finger. You know, it's just like, I'll tell you what though. It's better than the thumb. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking tough, more from, from like what he'll do for his quick twist muscles, his skating, like, he'll be working because he can't stick handle up like what you said. Yeah. He'll be in the gym every day doing drills, explosiveness, this and that. Like, he'll come back maybe with a little extra get up in his yeah, stride. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. He's yeah. going to be fresh. And the grind of this next little bit, like, they're, they're hunting for a spot, although it's them in Tampa, no question. They're hunting for home ice. They're hunting for home ice. But you know what it's like playing these games down the stretch? It becomes a grind. They feel like they're back to back to back to back leading into the playoffs. This is a... Uh, yeah. I couldn't agree more. For a guy like him at his age, 30, 31, ready to compete and play what's going to be arguably the most important playoffs of his career and Canada's career. Yeah. Uh, the Leafs. Come on. It just sucks because it's so nice to watch him play in the old blue and white. It's nice We're to see him. Back. Yeah, yeah, no, no. He'll be fine. Uh, Rick Rowley. Shout out to our boy, Rick Rowley. Hit me up. Ask me, want me to ask me a question? Me and the updog a question. He's worried about the chemistry of the Toronto Maple Leafs after all these trades. And I said, I'll get your opinion after. I said, when you've lost five years in a row in the first round or whatever it is, who gives a fuck about the chemistry? I, I don't think, I thought Kyle Dubas did a great job of bringing in character guys. I don't love the McCabe trade. We'll see how that plays out. But because of bringing in Ryan O'Reilly and the guys he did ups, to me, I wouldn't be worried about chemistry. It is a lot of moving parts, but yeah. with, with all the scar tissue that a lot of those guys had, I think having new guys in before the playoff run is a good thing. Yeah, seven guys added to your lineup. I mean, it, it kind of makes everyone go, okay, this is our squad now. There's no more bullshit. Now we're going. 
Get it, get it used to each other. Let's go for dinner. Let's, Let's get drunk a in Vancouver. A couple bottles of wine together. If we slip a couple down to you know Seattle and Calgary and uh, Vancouver on this road trip, oh well, we're getting to know each other, right? But uh, I think just the main thing is like Kyle Dubas probably walked into that dressing room after after they were uh, completed this trade deadline, Obes, and said, "All right, I just laid out my ass on the line, traded everyone away." Yeah. I traded all our picks. This is our squad. We got to get out of the first round. And it just so happened they might be as happy as David Poyle was when they got out of the first round when you were in Nashville, if they can get past Tampa Bay in this first round. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of Tampa Bay, our boy John Cooper. Uh, listen, one thing, with the, the Leafs are lucky. Tampa 2-5-3 and three in their last 10. The other night in Buffalo, he benches Kucherov, Point, and Stamkos. You know, we talked about John Tortorella early in the year scratching their leading scorer, Kevin Hayes. To me, this is different. With all the success that they've had, the cups, the two cups, the three finals, uh, I think Coop's just accountability is what I thought. I mean, I think Pointer, Kucherov, and Stammer can take it, and I think it's just Coop telling everyone that these guys aren't good enough, and if, I don't care who you are, you're not playing. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think at a time, and, and Coop's been there forever. These guys know Coop. Um, I think it's important to keep everyone kind of in check, and when guys do have a bad game, it's like, listen, I'm letting the other guys go. They're fucking working hard, and quite frankly, they're giving us a better chance to win than you are tonight. It, it just happens. There's 82 fucking games. That's you're not gonna be You're not going to be great every game. Yeah. Sometimes let the guy let the meat and potatoes play. I'm a big fan of it. If I coached, I would coach like that. I, I'm a big fan of accountability. You're going to take it in the media, but it's like, fuck, 82 games. The guys were shit. Yeah. And it shows the other guys that they better compete every single night. I agree. Coop, keep going, buddy. Love you. That series, like I said, it's going to be a tough one. We'll see how it uh, turns out. Uh, back up the Briggs truck prevent, uh, presented by our good friends at Life Force. Updog promo code is curfew. Life, Life Force, Force check it out. I just signed up. It's so easy. Uh, just waiting to get my blood work done, and then I'll be getting uh, all the boner vitamins I need, right? That. Stay young. Fuck, I'll be getting 25 healthy. Gut again. health. Wake up. Feel good. Gut health. Yeah. Helps yeah. with your gut, eh? Oh, yeah. Big time. There you go. Um... Dylan Larkin, eight years, 69.6 million, 8.7 a year. I said earlier that why don't they just give him the Horvat deal at eight years, eight and a half, whatever, 8.7. Good job by Stevie Y. Good job by Larkin. Well deserved. Um, it's a it's a it's a good deal. He couldn't leave ups. No, he's only played his hockey in Michigan, by the way. Wow. Minor hockey, junior. Tough on the tan. Tough on the tan. Got good hair though. I don't know, whatever's he's in the water. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Um, he is a good guy. Listen. It's nice to see a guy that uh, has devoted, the, you know, he's been there from day one. He's learned from the best. Um, I always remember Horkoff and Danny Cleary telling me that this young Dylan Larkin kid's just a great guy. He's, he learns well. He's respected to the trainers, to his, to his veterans. Um, and now he's rewarded for it. He's wearing the C. That's a big honor in that town, in that city. Um, 8.7. That's a nice, nice little ticky. It's nice a lot of ticket. it's a lot of bananas. So congrats yeah. to Larks. Uh and then David Pasternak. Eight years, 90 bananas, eleven point two five bananas a year. This is a hometown discount. Yeah, I think it is. And listen, at 90 bananas, who gives a fuck about? But to me, listen, I know he loves it there, but if I had the opportunity, a hundred million just sounds better to me, no? If I was him, I, like I don't know. If I, I was just him, I would have a three-year deal. Three years. I would have taken 15 million bucks, three-year deal. I would have went and signed somewhere like LA or 
I would have went to <laughs> three. fucking, I don't know. Why you, Why three-year deal? Because I like just the Matthews. I, I like the whole thing of like play somewhere and then be a free agent again and hit another home run when this cap goes up in three years. I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I think there's more power to these players when they take less term, knowing that they're still in the prime of their career and that the cap's going up and that him and McDavid will be like kind of coming to the free agency same time. Like I, I just, it's more action. You get these guys locked up for so much, so long. There's, there's no, you know, there's no change in, in all-stars moving around. He is only 26. I know. I thought he was older than that. Take a three-year deal, 29. I thought he was older than that. Then take an eight-year ticket. But 26 now in the new NHL, that's like when we played, that's like being 30. Yeah. That's when you used to get paid. Too, yeah. That's the same. It's like, I don't know. I, I mean, like I get, sh- listen, I get, but when Bergeron leaves, I don't know. I guess he'll be the new captain or him and Marchant passing the torch. I don't know. To me, if I was in that position and you want to stay in Boston, I'm like, can you give me somehow, let's get to 100 here. Just so I could say, hey, I signed for 100 bananas. Right? I guess there's, when you get to 90, who cares? But that's the first thing I thought. Yeah. If I'm Pastor Doc, I so would have won That would have taken another eight. So 1.2, 1.3 million bucks a year. So he would have had to get to 12.5. 12.5. It's McKinnon's deal. Yeah. Is he got a hundy? McKinnon got a hundy. Wow. It was McKinnon's deal he would have had to get. Uh, if he had a Stanley Cup, he would have got McKinnon's deal. Good I mean, point. he's way, way more goals than McKinnon. Good point. He's arguably a better goal scorer than McKinnon. He's a better like playmaker probably than McKinnon. Although McKinnon skates so fast that he can dish to everyone too. Yeah, they play at completely different paces. Pasta slows it down, which yeah. I love. He's like a Getsy, and McKinnon goes 140 miles an hour like, like a me. fucking <laughs> thoroughbred in a Clydesdale body. Um, congrats to both. Both are great players. Both deserve it. Back up the Brinks truck, presented by our good friends at Life Force. Promo code: His curfew. Sign up, baby. Sign Get- up, baby. Get the old gut rot taken care of. Hey, for you boys yeah, up in Canada, I got the gut, gut rot. Gut I know there's some guys up there in Ontario and Alberta with the gut rot. Hey, they're just... It's been a long winter up <laughs> there. reaching for the Pepto, eh? You want to get the life force, get the gut rot figured out before springtime and the playoffs. Ooh, fix the gut. Fix so the, you can have all the chicken wings you want. Right? So you can have all the chicken wings you want. Uh, milk carton presented <laughs> by our good friends at Verbero. Maxi, what's going on with Verbero? Tell our listeners. Our Verbero store, the gloves and the sticks are for sale for a limited time. You got two weeks to hit the Verbero store and pick up the gloves and sticks you see here on uh, Missing Curve. The sticks are sick. Sticks, gloves. Light. International. What a curve. Signed by you and me. Get the Missing Curfew guy right on there. Yeah. The sticks fuck. And the gloves, as you just said, the gloves are like putting on a nice pair of like work gloves. Fucking buttery. It's comfy. Butter. Like a new golf. There they are. There like they a are. a new golf glove. Look at Banger back there. It's a nice looking twig. He's got it. Where's the, is that a bong? He's got a bong. <laughs> you got the little pipe It's a vase. It's a vase. You it's could vase. turn it into a little bong, eh, Bing? Flower oh. vase. It's a flower vase. Uh, check it out at Verbero. Uh, the fellow line slash Mr. Curfew line is up. Milk carton. Up, dog. I'm going to jump in here first. I'm going to put the LA Kings on the milk carton. And I love Rob Blake. I respect Blakey more than anything. I think he's done an unbelievable job with the LA Kings. They're arguably the best team in the Pacific and one of the best teams in the West right now. And I don't know how he handled the John Quick situation. I don't think anyone. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he told Quickie what was going on. To me, when I heard the news, it left a little of a bitter taste in my mouth. You give Dustin Brown a fucking statue three weeks ago, a month ago, and you trade Jonathan Quick to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Like to me, come on, man. Without Jonathan Quick, there are no two cups. There are no fucking the run they had in Los Angeles. It worked out. Quickie's in Vegas. Um, I'm just hoping. 
that Rob Blake handled it better than, than I think they did in the LA Kings organization. So for that, Blakey, I love you. I respect you. But I got to put the LA Kings on the milk carton up, dog. It's a milk carton play, isn't it? It's a milk carton play. Team got better. But it's a great it trade. just stings. It's a great trade. It stings knowing that we played this guy and he was unstoppable. He was a guy that would kick every night. Team have a bad night. Willie Mitchell would just be couldn't skate backwards. <laughs> Too much red wine for Mitchell. You smell the buzz around these guys, you know. And you'd come in and you had to face this guy. Arguably one of him and Ryan Miller, the two best U.S. goalies I think ever to play the game. Right? Yeah. It's like, I take so, quick over Miller. But that's yeah, just because he's got cups. He's got cups. Yeah. Ryan Miller was a great goalie. Played a long, long time. Um, we don't know what went in, you know, to the conversations behind the walls. We would only imagine. Because of Blakey's history, Luke Robitaille's history, uh, the history around the LA Kings and them winning these cups, is that Quick got the proper goodbye from his team, from a heads up, like, hey, we're looking to move you, but we're going to try to make sure you land somewhere that's going to be playing in the playoffs, for example. Now, that path might be through Columbus and they're, they're going to move you, right? We hope that that conversation went into it. Uh, do I like, <laughs> I like the fact that he had a shorter stint in Columbus than me. That's just impressive. <laughs> I mean, he got three days. I had to do two and a There half was months. no way he was going there. No chance. I told you when I saw that. You said he might as well retire I said he right should now. retire right now. Right now. And that probably question just came right. I bet you it went through his head. Yeah. But to me, people are smarter behind the scenes than we, we're going to give them credit for right now. I think that Rob Blake knew going in, he wasn't going to give quick away to a team that was not in a playoff race. Well, guess what, Rob? And I love Blake. You know, and and. and now that he's a Vegas Golden Knight and there's a chance that they meet up in the playoffs, I wouldn't want a motivated Jonathan Quick playing against me. You know, I, I wouldn't. No, I like, don't. so we'll see how it works out. And like I said, I respect Rob Blake. I had to put the Kings on the milk card because if you want to give anyone a statue, it should have been Jonathan Quick, in my opinion. Uh, and in typical LA Kings fashion up dog, you talk about having a good send off. They had a good day shift with him, apparently. Sources told me they had a good day shift with Quickie. Good. Boys got drunk all day. Perfect. Off he went to Vegas. Yeah, so That's a good send-off. Good for him. Um, I'm going to put Don Waddell on the milk carton. You know, he goes out and gets our boy, our boy Pooley Harvey from the Oilers and picks up Gothisbear from the Arizona Coyotes, who Gothisbear has played great for them. Yeah, yes. And I, they and, need offense on the deep. Yeah. Way. And once again, Don Waddell, I think he's a great GM. To me, I got to put him on the milk carton because I think they needed another. They had to go out and get another forward. With what the Rangers, Devils, Bruins... Leafs, everything yeah. people did in the East. Once again, if the Carolina Hurricanes lose and we sit on this podcast and talk about how they got outscored or they needed one more score, to me, and I sure, I'm sure you tried, and it's, it's easier said than done ups, but Don Waddell, you're on the milk carton, fella. I think they needed another score. I got inside info that it's from their owner. It is, Owner's eh? He's a little cheap. He's not, he got the ready best to, team? not ready to spend any money. Fuck. I mean, and it's, it's been a thing. It's a, it's a kind of a known fact that this is a... Uh, unfortunately, it's kind of the same old story written just a little bit different because they that's sad. They need a team that they need offense. They need to score more. They need to score more goals when they play these teams of Boston, Tampa, Toronto. You're gonna have to fucking play Jersey, Jersey, Pittsburgh, Rangers, whoever the hell it is. Ottawa's chasing you oh. now too. Um, well, I, I agree though. And just a little inside scoop that I heard from my boy Kimo Timanen is that Sebastian Ajo and Pooley RV, world junior line mates with Lion A. So they're hoping maybe they can rekindle that kind of relationship there. Now, if they can. <laughs> they better have a fucking time machine in Carolina. Yeah. Are they going to put Pooley RV in a time machine and go back to that? He might be better with no media around him. 
We'll see. Time he might tell. be better if he plays with a left-handed stick. That's true. I mean, if I was the, that's, that's the first true. thing I would do at Carolina. <laughs> I give him a left-handed stick and see maybe this is your. Um, right now, where they got him playing? Right where I thought they'd have him. Right Fourth up line? in the fucking depressor. <laughs> no, I don't even see him on the list here. Right now, it's Nason Stastny. Yeah, he's not playing right now. Ups. Okay. But no, there is a finished connection there, and, and yeah, maybe that will help. Knows. Maybe that would help. I mean, uh, in all seriousness, I wish Poole Jarvie. I'm sure he's a good guy. From everything I've seen on social media, uh, go get him. Updog, uh, from a couple suitcases here, I had to put this guy in the milk cart. Drayden Hunt, he's been traded four times this year. <laughs> he's a record breaker. That, that is hard to do. Four times. I love this kid's game. I thought he was going to be a great fit in Toronto. Uh, I, I'm a little upset it didn't work out there for him. I love his game. Uh, he's been traded for the fourth time. So, Hunter... You're on the milk carton, Paula. Does he have a chance if he scores a goal with this new team that he would have one with four teams in a row, making it a record? If Hunt plays a game for the Flames and scores a goal, he will be the first person in NHL history to score a goal for four different teams in one year. That's pretty impressive. That <sighs> is, is ultimate it, suitcase. Is it impressive? Yeah. I mean, Mike Sillinger, Mike Sillinger scored 10, 10 or more goals with like 11 different teams. Buddy, getting traded once in a year is painful. Sucks. Imagine getting traded four times. Although your bullpen could be locked and loaded. Yeah, eh? it could. You if you were bullpen, playing every night. Have a good bullpen. If you're a guy that's not in the lineup, but if you're playing, what? how bad of a guy do you got to be? Though? I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I don't know. It's just. Why are you getting in the mix, getting moved all the time? I thought Toronto was going to be a great fit for him. Uh, it didn't work out. I huh. like his game. He competes. He's physical. Drayden Hunt, I like your game, fella, but you're on the milk cart. Totally. And, and last but not least, um, for the Vibero milk cart and Justin Hall. Been a tough year for him. The other night, he hits a guy in the corner, and Ryan Nugent... Listen, I've been in plenty of fights that I lost, but you can't get beat up by Ryan Nugent Hopkins. <laughs> Not when you're six foot three, 200 pounds. You can't get beat up by Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I'm sorry, Justin Hall. I love that you're playing physical. I got to put you on the milk carton because you got beat up by Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who looks like that golfer, Matt Fitzpatrick. <laughs> now, that would be a good fight. Ryan Nugent Hopkins versus Matt Fitzpatrick. Who would win that one? Justin Hall, you Depends can't. If it was and he didn't just get beat up. He got fucking on, pumped. On a tee box. Yeah, he got I pumped. know he did. Tough look. but Real tough. I mean, it all went in. Uh, did you like the way that Nugent Hopkins went up to him after the hit? Like, he, we've been talking about this for weeks <laughs> now, but. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone's just jumping to guys now. I don't think yeah, my. I, I think I'm wrong. I think it's just I how it's going to be. Nuge just had a little vengeance in him. Like, he wanted to kick his ass. He kicked his ass. I know. I think he's, he's got a little fire in him. Taylor Tape, Hall, six foot three, two hundred pounds. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, six foot, one hundred eighty-five pounds. That's different weight classes. That's different. I mean, Justin Hall should have pumped this kid. Yeah, that's true. Come on, come on. Good on Nugent Hopkins. He's playing great. He's having a great year for them. Justin Hall, you're on the milk carton. Uh, that was presented by our good friends at Verbero. Check out the missing curfew line. Updogger next segment uh, presented by Labatt Blue. Get this guy a beer. Get him a goddamn beer. I'm starting her off with Brady Kachuk. The Ottawa Senators are absolutely humming. This guy is calling on the Detroit Red Wings bench. I love what Brady Kachuk's doing. Get this guy an ice cold Labatt Blue. I agree. I agree. And he deserves it. Did you see the other night? He was just going buck did. He was calling on the, which goalie was it? It wasn't He's calling Detroit. on the whole Detroit Red it Wings was, team the other night. They got pumped 5 nothing or something. And he, was, uh, he wasn't too happy. Was it in New York? Who did they just play? They went in and beat the Rangers. Uh, so it was, the, it was the game after, I think. Um, they went in and beat the Rangers on Derek Broussard's thousands game night. Actually, congrats to Derek Broussard. I can't believe he's played a thousand. Crazy, games. crazy. So um, they oh they lost to Chicago five nothing the other night. He wanted to kick the shit out of the goalie. He was getting kicked out of the game 
And as the refs bring him to the box, he's yelling at the goalie uh, from Chi-Town. The goalie kind of wanted a piece. That would have been a good tilt. See, that's a game right there that Ottawa was probably favored big time in. Yeah. And if you bet that game and they lose like 5 nothing, you lose like minus 240. At least. Like, that's a game they shouldn't have lost. As much as I love them, even I though it's, it's on the road, you can't lose 5 nothing to no. the fucking Blackhawks. And then you got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to think about it before you're in Seattle for just probably a shellacking. Seattle's good. This is going to make or break this fucking team right through here. And Brady, if, if you're listening, fella, Seattle, Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, find some time in Vancouver or Calgary to get the boys out for a little bit. Yeah. Have a dim dinner. But then show up some the beers. next day. Play a little guilty. Well, I'm not saying they got to go out till what no, time. No, I don't mean we that. Out. No, no, no. I don't mean that. I mean, uh, by the way, just like get the boys together, show up the next day, play better than you ever played. Have a fucking statement game is what I'm saying. Have a statement game. Maybe it's the, the Sunday after the Calgary game. You got a day off between Calgary and Edmonton. Have a little, have a team dinner with the boys. Take them to Earl's for a little afternoon lunch oh. and some cold ones. Uh, Brady Kachuk, get this guy a beer. Keep humming. Uh, for your Devils fans out there, um, their fourth line, get these guys a beer. Miles Wood and McLeod, both up dog, have 23 points. That's a fourth line you can win with. Uh, when I saw those numbers, I was like, wow, that's super impressive to me. So, the Devil's Force line, Mile, Mile Woods and McLeod, get this guy an ice cold the bat blue. That's unbelievable. Up God, and I love this lineup. They're my fucking pick coming out of Zeast right now, buddy. I got to tell you. What? They're fucking going to face Boston in what the conference. What is in that white club, bro? They're going to fucking face Boston in the conference final. Right. I, I have this whole pegged out. Frosty, <laughs> Frosty's going to be chasing another buck. Hey, look this. at this forward lineup. They're fast. They're going to be underdogged. They're going to play well. The goaltending, you know, if they get the goaltending, I like their back end. I don't know, bud. Are you saying the New Jersey Devils are going to go to the Eastern Conference Final? They're going to beat. We have a bottle of Camus on. They're going to beat New York in the first round. And then they're going to beat Carolina. Then they'll beat Carolina. What do you think? I'll bet you fucking anything about it. They won't buy Well, no, I'll just wait till we get the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they're going to. Oh, oh, I, I don't know. I just, I think the Rangers will beat Look them in a, in a seven-game series. Uh, for them to come uh, Eastern Conference Championship. New Jersey Devils. Listen, they got a great team. They got speed. The Timo Meyer pickup was great. The Palat pickup. That's why they went out and signed them. Palat's third line. They're right going to be a tough great out. They're not going to be. An, it's not going to be an easy series. Yes, but I just think the Rangers. I like the Rangers. Yeah. But the Devils fourth line. Get these guys a beer. And then up dog. We talk about plus minus. It's not the greatest stat in the world. We both could probably agree on that. But Jacob Slavin from the Carolina Hurricanes since nineteen, from two thousand nineteen two thousand twenty. This guy's plus one hundred and four. Get this guy a bat blue. That is <laughs> nice. fucking That's a impressive. Lot of block shots. That's just come on, man. Plus one hundred and four. That is insane. Where's he been? Fucking in the, the shooting. Time? In the shooting lane. Yeah, yeah, totally. He's their top D. One of their top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Plus one hundred and four. Plus one hundred. Yeah, That's just a team that plays solid defense. Has great goaltending. And then they play tight games. You're going to be a plus. That's impressive, though. I think plus minus is overrated, but plus one hundred four. And then last but not least, Jamie Ben. Get this guy a bat blue. Um, I was at the game the other night. It's thousand ceremony. He had an unbelievable hit like you were talking about earlier, but still big, strong, plays the power play, doesn't wear a visor, has a beard. His fiance is a fucking smoke show. <laughs> he's the head get, of the snake, bud. Get this guy an ice cold about Ken Hitchcock used to say he's the head of the snake. Get to him. Cut his fucking head off. Imagine playing the whole, your whole career in Dallas. How I love it. Be? No visor. Guy's a fucking warrior. Still plays old school. 
old school, buddy. Yeah, yeah. And he and can, he's a captain you want to play for too, by the way. And come playoff time, he's going to be so important for the Dallas Stars. So yeah. thousand career, great year again too. Twenty eight goals, buddy. He's just a beast. He yeah. was a beast against the Avs the other night. Watching him up close. When he plays like that, come playoff time, he's going to be a huge asset. Get this guy a beer. Presented by our good friends at Labatt. Uh, Updog, always a pleasure having you in the studio, good my breakdown, man. Breakdown, baby. Players Week. Enjoy the players. Wow. You're off to Austin for the golf tournament. I'm playing a little uh, pre-players uh, member guest, my boy Ryan Magrum at Driftwood. There you go. Uh, they do it every uh, Masters or every major, I heard. They do a little one day. Or, well, maybe we'll get to that at Big Canyon. <laughs> do a little Wednesday uh, before the Thursday rounds. It's kind of a nice little thing. Yeah, our Big Canyon's coming to an end. I know. Yeah. So uh, we're going to have to find a new place to play. <laughs> we're going to do a uh, farewell uh, podcast at Big Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bigger Max, Whole Pass Media. Thanks, boys. Uh, that was Missing Curfew. Fala. Can you meet you halfway?